Welcome to Rewrite the Rules, the show about women leaders in Asia. My name is Ritu Mehrish and I interview successful women leaders across Asia to discover how they are rewriting the rules of life, career and relationships. From these conversations, we will get practical and actionable tips that we can use to accelerate our own career journeys. Don't worry about writing all the points because I will summarize them at the end for you. We will also link the entire transcript in the show notes. Welcome, Rajni, to the show. Uh, we're so happy to have you with us, and I'm I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Um, you know, and to learn from your brilliant career journey. So, Rajni is an is an Asia Pacific Principal Investment Officer at IFC, an institute under World Bank Group. She works in early stage enga- engagements with private sectors to create development and investment projects. So let's start with how are things today? What are you doing today? What does your role entail at IFC? So tell us a little bit more. Sure. Thank you very much for this opportunity uh, to to join you on this podcast. IFC is the only unit under World Bank Group that uh, the mandate is to support private sector company and, um, and the projects need to uh, have this economic, social, or environmental impact at scale. The engagement that I undertake in in this role is very much uh, driven toward uh, this climate objective. Nice, thank you. So I want to start from the beginning. Um, When you started your career, did you ever think you'll end up doing what you're doing today? Definitely not. (laughs) I graduated yeah. uh, in dentistry uh, with all the passion for, for that career. And after two years, I started to realize that this is not for my long term. And uh, right there, I decided to take another degree and change my career. So at that timing, the stock market was booming. And uh, my sister worked for a stock exchange and advised me saying that if you really want to come to business career, maybe finance is a, is a program to go for. And I didn't want to spend another four years to earn a bachelor degree. I already spent six years to earn yes. dentist degree, right? So the only way is MBA. I went to the United States for my, my degree. I pay all... The tuition myself since my bachelor degree, right? I, I was broke at that time. Uh, I have to come back quickly to, to get back into my career. Unfortunately, the year that I returned was uh, the year that uh, we have Asian economic crisis. So I worked there as a part-time dentist, but then after three months, I found a job I would like to pursue in a consulting firm. Hmm. They were looking for a tax consultant, and I knew nothing about tax. I wrote to to the company, uh, honestly say that I knew nothing about this uh, role that you are recruiting, but these are my skill set, what I've been trained for. And then uh, they call me wow. saying that they are looking for someone uh, with dual degree uh, to work in life science sectors to deal with the um, medical field. Okay, wow. I work with a lot of um, women leaders in Asia 
as as a coach. And I know that sometimes people get very stuck with, oh, I've been doing this for five years. Um, mm-hmm. What if I change now? Will I lose everything that I've built now? Things like that, right? And therefore, I really want to hear from somebody like you who's been so courageous to make these big shifts. Tell us more about how you were changing things and still being so successful. So I started off with two-person life blend. After uh, less than a year, it's merged with Price Waterhouse, became PBUC. And then um, uh, because of the merger, I think uh, there is redundancy at partner level. So a, a team of us uh, moved to Deloitte Consulting. And I moved with them, uh, taking up uh, a, a senior role. It's always at the back of my mind, right? I graduated with my degree, never worked in a real company yet, and I became an advisor to to firms out there, right? Yeah. And so I always think that I should go and work in a company and and feel it myself uh, to run an operations uh, for real before I come back to be an advisor again. So there was um, uh, an opportunity came in to set up joint venture between um, U.S. company and, and Hong Kong company that have a regional footprint for consumer products and, and healthcare products. I was resuming a role that looked after a team of uh, 160 people in sales marketing, uh, managing order to cash cycle management, trade credit, etc. So it was um, is a, uh, a real experience, right, in business. Wow. And meanwhile, um, I was approached to join education uh, firm as well that have footprint around the world, owning uh, high school, prep school, and university. And I took up that role because um, as a country director, it gives me another type of opportunity to oversee all functions in in a company. And then uh, there's a a recruitment company offered me to join logistic firm. Um, At that time, I I never knew about logistics. And I did leverage um, what skill I have and uh, overcome what I don't know, right? I don't know logistics. Uh, the way they usually go to market would be to engage with a uh, supply chain director or procurement, but I would engage as C-suite uh, and talking to the CEO and CFO in a strategic way uh, to unlock the asset value that they have by outsourcing to professional. And the client always asks, why can't you give us consultancy around demand planning, inventory management, but my firm is not interested Right. right, it doesn't generate the core business for the company. So I decided to leave, and I found this fascinating job at World Bank. That's where I am now. Wow, wow! You went from life sciences to consumer to education to logistics. So, did you ever plan it, or did it just happen? Opportunities came, and you took them on. Like, what is happening? Um. To be honest, when I started in consultancy, I really loved the job. I I, I thought that this is it. I'm going to be there uh, throughout my career. But then, uh, I, as I share, at the back of my mind, being an advisor without running it myself, I feel that something missing. And, and when the opportunity came, I didn't really look out yet, but the opportunity came and I thought that this is a chance for me to, to experience it. And then I consider 
what's in it for me uh, and what uh, I could contribute uh, to the business. What were some of the key challenges that you faced during all these moves and during all these years of work uh, that you have behind you? So, first of all, uh, feeling confident, right? I think naturally from the beginning of anyone's career, when you start, um, the confidence is not there yet. And for me, I switched a big twist, right, from dentistry to business um, at the beginning. I actually still practice over the weekend, <laughs> just in case that I don't succeed in business world. So feeling confident um, was definitely a big challenge when you start something new. So what did you do to overcome that? I think the key word is being a team player mm. at all levels, across all the job. It is important that uh, we understand what we are, first of all, trying to achieve as a team, right? We need to understand the big picture, the ultimate goals. And then you see what you would and could contribute given your own experience, capability, capacity, authority that you have. And then you look uh, at people around you, uh, what they can play for their parts, your team members, right? You have to see what's uh, the strengths of your team members uh, that can complement each other as a team. And at the same time, um, you will be creating an opportunity and an environment for your team to develop their skill set as well, right? right. For them yeah. to advance their career. Correct. And you will be guiding them uh, with your relevant experience and help resolving issues with the authority you have or relationships that you have with the stakeholders. And um, seek help. Seek help, seek advice, seek guidance, inputs, validation from your boss, from your peer, from your clients and specialists yeah. in your organization. Make sure that you are on the right track towards the goal. Right? Um, I want to apply a little bit of the gender lens here because since it, we are talking about women leaders in Asia, um, did you ever think that your gender either you know, played any role either in your success or in your challenge? Like, what was the role of you being a woman leader there? Um, to be honest, um, the space that I have been in, um, gender inclusivity was there. There was only one company that I work with that I felt that I'm... I'm uh, uh, the only woman. <laughs> Actually, I was the only woman uh, in that panel in the logistic firms that I work with. Uh, it, it's so a masculine uh, industry also. When, especially when we have uh, executive uh, uh, retreat and mm. uh, the the activities that they plan for is so masculine, right? They they have a soccer game and <laughs> things like that, which I can't play and I have to mm -hmm. sit aside. Um, and and that's uh, the very moment that I felt that uh, gender inclusivity was missing. The example that you gave is so, so telling of, you know, executive retreats and doing activities which are more 
male sense, so to say, right? Like, I mean, these are, these right. are again, small things, but but again, think about the impact they have. What's been the role of uh, role of organizations that you have worked with in in getting you to where you are, you know, or in supporting you? For all roles that I I work in, and I, I would say the the fundamental is from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate uh, to join consulting firm uh, that give me all the professional skills needed for mm-hmm. me to progress into um, other organization and throughout my career path. And I was fortunate to start off um, when um, under the supervision of my boss who gave me uh, independence and authority. Um, he's more like a coach to me. Um, right from the start, I was assigned to go overseas talking to CF uh, in major pharmaceutical company. It's a country that I never been there and, and mm. was alone, right? It's first assignment. <laughs> I was shocked actually. But looking back, uh, it's a platform for me to 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 develop myself and always um, uh, he's there, right? If I have any issue, I wasn't sure. So it's also um, an environment that built me into a, a team player when I grew up in my career. Right, right. Sitting where you are today in your career, how do you define success? Like what does success mean for you at, at all um, levels? Okay. Um, I think we we are in the organization to be um, to contributing to to what the organization wanted to achieve, right? And, and so your success has to be in sync with the organization's success wherever you are in in the organization. Point number two uh, is that you have. Uh, further develop yourself, you learn some uh, new knowledge, uh, you build your network. Um, and that's how I progress my career as well, uh, mm. building on what I have achieved in the past job. Uh, but then I also feel every time that I enter into new space, that I'm minority, I'm an outsider, I'm not the core team. And um, you can um, feel in a negative way, uh, lack of confidence that I mentioned, uh, and not really part of the organization yet. But um, to to my earlier point, if you started to align uh, the, to the to the common goal and figure out what you are there for uh, to contribute, what then um, pray to to your strengths. And leverage your your team to achieve together right. the success. Right. Yeah, we also have to make an effort to just step in, uh, you know, recognize mm-hmm. our strengths and step in and and contribute to the to the common cause. That makes so much sense. What would you tell your younger self? Or what actionable, mm-hmm. tactical advice would you give your younger self? Looking back, mm, I would say being agile, having agility to learn, mm-hmm. have open mind, right. A growth mindset. Um, since uh, the dynamic the, the of, of today world is also changing all the time. And uh, I think um, young generation need to have this 
characteristics in themselves um, and then build your fundamental. I was uh, fortunate to join consultings that built my professionalism right from the beginning. And that became my fundamental, right? Mm. And team players, uh, I cannot emphasize this more. Uh, it's The world is complex and you cannot achieve uh, the goal on your own. Uh, it helps enhancing the ability to achieve more if you uh, are a team player. And then have empathy, right? Empathy for your team, empathy for the stakeholder. And then I think um, integrity is very important. Uh, if you um, don't deliver what you promise or you uh, over-promise or under-promise, um, I don't think uh, people will trust you, right? And right. last but not least, and this is one of the challenges throughout my career until now, is to have a balance, to take care of yourself. Put your activity, uh, personal activities in your calendar as well, mm. uh, so that you make time for it. Yes. I mean, I, I love that advice. Put put those activities in the calendar, because normally what happens, only work-related stuff goes in the calendar. Everything else stays out of it, and then it never gets done, right? Right. <laughs> is there any interesting anecdote or a story that you remember from either the start of your career or middle of career that kind of maybe shifted your thinking or shaped your thinking? At Accenture, quite a, a number of years back, hmm. that I started to think that what will fulfill my life more, right? Hmm. Uh, always working for the organization target right, sales target, um, it's not that fulfilling. Uh, after we achieve so many things, right, uh, that define ourselves, uh, I started to think that I like to work in a, in a space that I could contribute to the society, to the community. And I have friends who work for the UN, mm-hmm. and I always... Uh, for her that if there is anything open, let me know. But then always it's more like social work, which I'm I'm not um, good at. So until I found this job at World Bank, that this is it. This is where I could contribute what I've gained for all my career uh, to, to, to do more um, and achieve what I've been looking for. Is sort of a purpose of life, right? Any last bit of advice or words of wisdom for our listeners? I think that um, the world is so exciting, right? Don't be afraid and, and walk on it step by step, right? And build on what you have gained and give out to your team members as well because they also need to progress and um, that's how we could be successful together as a team. Great. Thank you so much, Rajni, for, for this conversation. I really enjoyed myself and I'm sure our, our listeners will enjoy it too. I took away so much, but the ones that stood out for me, the first one was obviously the change. Um, you know, don't be afraid uh, to make changes. Be bold and courageous. I mean, the fact that you you went from from studying dentistry to studying MBA. I mean, that is as bold as one can get. So so don't be afraid. 
the other the other key takeaway was go abroad i i love this fact that you you kind of you know gained experience in life sciences then consumer then education then logistics so it really made your portfolio so broad uh, and sometimes we are scared to do that we just kind of want to develop expertise just in one area and once we do that we are afraid to step out so so that was the second one for me that go broad build expertise in multiple industries or you know functions and the third one i loved it that you said is that while all of this is happening seek out uh, seek out help seek out support whether it's with the organization outside organization whether it's through your network and the last one is the balance that's the fourth one but balance put your personal activities in your calendar and that's a very tactical advice that we can all start to do from tomorrow you said go broad right yes but then right, i think we we also need someone to go deep as well absolutely right so those who become a specialist expertise in uh, an expert in certain things um i think we also value uh, that choice right because uh, we also need someone to to go deep absolutely and yeah so yeah thank you <laughs> okay thank you so much really enjoyed the conversation and i i hope you had fun too i mean i i really enjoyed listening to your journey yes i do thank you very much thank you so much for staying with us till the end if you enjoyed today's discussion please take a moment to subscribe to the show rate us five stars and leave a review this really helps others find the show and that means a lot to us Thank you for joining us today. This is Ritu with Rewrite the Rules podcast. See you next time.